As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps things flapping their wings on all i know is zach said he has a game where seals don't reach both seven thousand and i said i'm in let's go let's do it and, and so the yeah purpose of that's what i really what i needed was not to get at least one more reader hello everybody and welcome to wednesday's senior owl edition of birds with friends bo wolf zach berman here to talk about uh, the second day of Senior Bowl practices. Uh, things have changed a little bit down here in Mobile. Zach, my question for you, how dry are you? I'm dry now. I was wet throughout the afternoon when I re, uh, I guess when I got back to the hotel, very wet. I mean, is this like a training day thing? Like I didn't know you like to get wet or this is, uh, is there something else? It was raining outside. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. Okay. I was there too. I forgot. Yes. Yes. But uh, good. It was. It was good watching football. I. I didn't mind the rain when you have football in front of you. Is that how and, you really and good, feel? And good talking to you as well. Is that how you really feel? Like I said to you, I think this is going to be a memorable day because I mean, it was. It was. Uh, it was pissing out there, as they say, uh, all afternoon throughout practice. And you sort of you sort of no sold me that, you you know, this is this is an everyday occurrence for you. No, I I thought it was it was like a 40 degree day to use the wire expression. Mm. You don't think it, you don't think you will remember the day that you, you I sat actually, in the rain all day long watching senior bowl practice. To your point, I will remember that day. Right. This this will not be just like an anonymous or uh, yeah. a, a senior bowl practice that fades into all the other senior bowl I've practices. Never, I've never, I've never been to a senior bowl practice quite like this. It was raining all day long, but it did give me an opportunity when I got back to uh, the hotel to take a nice warm shower. 
And uh, I told you, Zach, that I had a, I had a towel take that I wanted to give you right at the top here, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit you with it. Uh, my my towel take: towels are like uh, NFL defenses, okay. where there's a there's a vast middle, and then there are a few like hotel towels that are heinous and like really bad and can ruin your day, and then there are a select few that are really rising above game-changing, really nice towels. And I, and I do have to say, uh, the towels here, and I can I think I can say now, since I'm not staying here very much longer, the Fort Condé Inn in Mobile, Alabama, they rise to that occasion. They are they are just delightful towels. You know, it's, it's funny long, you said that. Really fluffy, uh, everything you want out of a towel. On their... Um... Uh, like on their check-in page or their their reservation page, if you will, they advertise the towel. They I, do. I, I, I believe I, I remember that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They uh, they 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 talk about where they get their linens from. Really? A, yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's so truth in advertising, the towels are that good. And so I I I because I asked you how the uh, the bath products are. Because they advertise their bath products and their towels. Mm, I didn't know that. The bath products, uh, unremarkable, I would say. They're fine. Um, Totally normal, standard operating uh, shampoo and and body wash and conditioner, bar of soap. But the the towels, really fantastic. And they're actually, they have a a pair of nice looking robes that I have not uh, dived into, but they look good. Glad to hear. Maybe that's how situation. I should have. Maybe that's how I should have warmed up. After <laughs> Glad to hear the towel situation is good. Yeah. It's how are how are how are the amenities and where and your neck of the woods? Utilitarian. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> What's so funny there? That's, that's a good word. It's a good, yeah, good look, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't suggest like this, this, this be the, uh, the honeymoon destination, if you will, right? But, okay. uh, but Marissa, take note. <laughs> but not for for our purposes, it's fine. The look, we we should be talking about the Senior Bowl, but I, I, I will give a very minor towel take. Something that has come up <laughs> this year in in travel, and it's it's you know because. If if you stayed in a hotel during the past year, you know that uh, that um, the uh, room cleaning is not uh, an everyday occurrence anymore at, at most of these hotels. Uh, you know, which is fine. I I, I understand whether it be uh, staffing or 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 health, but you can run out of towels pretty quickly, right? Mm, true. So so it's something you either need to to uh, you know you you need to eyeball it. Before you uh, you <laughs> no, you you take your shower, so you're well, not, and it's, out and of town. I've been, I've been on a two shower a day uh, schedule here down in Mobile because you know you go to practice, you, mm-hmm. you wear a hat, or you get a little sweaty. You want to clean up before uh, before a nice dinner with your uh, coworker. You know, you want to you want to you want to be presentable. Exactly. So that's we had, that's we had another we had here. another romantic uh, dinner last night. Last night would would fall more under the uh, romantic adjective <laughs> and, and the uh, than the night before, but it was it was, it was actually very nice. And and you, I was I was telling Emily on my ride today, you were and you're outstanding company. So enjoyed. Our I had a, I had a lovely time. 
I get to know you better. It's nice. Yes. Chopping it up with you. Exactly. Well said. Now I did. I, we did. We did uh, overindulge on the dessert. I thought uh, we probably didn't both need to get the uh, the the famous ginger donut and popcorn ice cream uh, dessert, but it was delicious. But I I did not feel afterwards like we we needed it. Well, you never need <laughs> that dessert like that. I would take I would take necessity out. No, am I outing you? Did, did, have you you have have you have you not shared that with Emily? Is that will that be a source of contention that you went for that dessert? I did not share that with her. Uh, this was hopefully this is not an episode she's listening to. <laughs> this you know this was one of those that I I would never lie to my wife. Listen, when but, in Mobile. No, I I would never lie to my wife, but I would sometimes omit. Right. Mm. So, so, uh, you know, Hashtag I BWF mistress talk. <laughs> no. So I, I might not share that. I had the uh, giant donut for, uh, <laughs> for dessert at 11 o'clock at night when we were finished. Our, Cause it was a late dinner. We didn't yes. start dinner until nine 30. Cause we were and, recording an eight hour podcast with and, shield. And this was a full dining experience here. This yes. was like a, a three course affair. Meal, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, delicious. That was a, one of the better meals I've had in a while, I would say. And I'll say one thing about Bo and our, our listeners probably aren't aren't surprised by this. One, uh, Bo and I uh, have have a number of similarities, but, but, but a difference is I'm like a, a glass of wine guy, if you will. Bo, mm. it's the bottle of wine that that, well, that between bottle. two people, not yeah. a bottle for myself, <laughs> not, not for yourself. But I'm not one like, do you want to get a bottle? I'm, I'm one like I'll I'll nurse the glass. Right. And so uh, so that that bottle of yeah, wine, I mean, a nice three course meal. That was pretty you intimidating. Know, you want to have a you want to have yeah. a bottle, you know? Yes. Yeah. No, it, it was, was good. It was, it, was, it was a good, very full uh, Syrah that we had. Absolutely. Good night. Uh, good food. Uh, good company and and now let's talk football and we paid for it by sitting in the rain for for five hours uh this afternoon that's tough tough life as you said a a very glamorous this afternoon no one should feel bad this this is this is that's that's exactly right and i will tell you you know there are there are things uh there are things that i can that i get jaded about uh every now and then uh on the job or it becomes you you know and I, i and i think that you probably are good about uh not losing a little bit of the of the magic in the job that we are extremely fortunate to have uh but i i do i like i just i love i love the senior bowl i love the 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 draft process like getting to see these guys knowing that like who knows who they who they are where they're going to go but like a lot of these guys are going to have real impacts in the league like you i think back to like debo samuel uh from senior bowl a few years ago and like who knew that guy was going to take the league by storm uh, or even like a, like a Terry McLaurin guys like that. And even thinking back to like, you know, one, my, my, one of my first couple uh, senior bowls, like uh, Colin Kaepernick or uh, our, our dear friend, Ryan Kerrigan guys like that. So uh, I, I, I do really enjoy the senior bowl. This is, this is one of my favorite events. And you are, uh, you're, you're very good at, at, at covering it. We have a, a, uh, a, I was going to say a, a gentleman's agreement, but there is a, a, a wager on it on some of your stories coming up. I'm, I'm more optimistic about them than you seem to be. But I will say this. Um, if you like Bo Wolf's work, OK, <laughs> um, 
There are uh, a few things coming up that are right in your wheelhouse. Well, I'm not so sure that's true because the thing that's going up tomorrow, I believe, is maybe for three people. Uh, it's incredibly self-indulgent and esoteric, and I don't think that it's gonna it's gonna uh, break through <laughs> in any kind of way. Uh, it's about 400 words, and <laughs> I, I think it's uh, it's not gonna be widely read. Uh, however, I'll have the the Senior Bowl only Eagles mock draft for Friday, and then early next week I will have I will have something uh, that I worked on today. Uh, this morning we had the uh, only opportunity of the week to talk to the players, uh, sort of face to face in a uh, in, in an interview setting. It was it was kind of it's kind of an interesting setup. There's like there's like a holding pen during this breakfast for the players, and uh, us. Us reporters are like on the outside, like trying to catch their attention like you're at the zoo. It's kind of a weird, weird deal. But uh, it was something where I was trying to talk to as many guys as possible for this one idea. And I will I will share that uh, our dear friend uh, Kenny Pickett was, uh, you know, he was he was on the podium. So they have like four podiums set up where guys go on the podium. And then if they do that, they don't really have to talk uh, afterwards. But I was trying to get his attention because I wanted him to participate in this thing that I'm doing. And as he was walking by, I said, uh, Hey, Kenny, uh, Michael Dunn says, hi. Did you? And he goes, what? (laughs) I was like, like, Oh my God. (laughs) And I said, said, Michael Dunn, the Browns offensive lineman. He goes, Oh, Mike, great guy. (laughs) And then he kept walking. So I did not get him to stop and participate, but uh, we had a, I I sort of looked like a fool in front of him. So there you go. I'm, I'm highly looking forward to when he comes back to work out and what he says to Michael. I can't wait. You have to share with us what he says to Michael. I think that Michael can't say anything to him ahead of time. Let's see if Kenny brings it up. And he's like, some, some weirdo. (laughs) Said you said hi to me at the senior bowl. I don't know what was going on with that. Now, That's now great. does does Michael does does anyone call him Mike? Some people do. Um, okay. I call him Michael, but when we first started dating, I actually called him Dunn, which was because that's what mm. a lot of people call him Dunn. Yeah, everybody um, in college is last name only. Yeah. So some people call him Mike, but Big Mike, some people call him Big Mike. Big Mike. And we had, <laughs> but, a, I had a I had a big Mike in, in high school. Yeah, I just call him Michael, but I think a lot of teammates might say Mike. So, yeah, he's either. He's not like Matthew Stafford, where it's just like Matthew. Or Jonathan uh, Gannon. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Gannon likes Jonathan. Or JG. Uh, yeah, I was I was talking to someone earlier. Who... Hey, Kenny, Michael Dunn says I. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was probably so taken That's off. That's like guard. a weird thing for me to say. Like, it's like the kind of thing <laughs> I... you say before you, like, assassinate somebody. <laughs> like, you got to break the ice somehow. Like, yeah. By the way, when hey. when when Bo and I were talking about this podcast earlier, Bo was saying it's going to be a quick episode. I'm like, no, it's not, Bo. And he's like, no, no. You know, we we went two plus hours last we night. We don't have anything to talk we, about. We don't have much to talk about. It was a rainy practice. And I was like, it's not. We are 14 <laughs> minutes in right now. And we literally have not talked about practice other than the fact but we that we don't have a lot I of practice with. to talk about. Yeah, but you had this 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 game you envisioned. Um, yeah, no, there's there's a there's a lot for us to discuss, but I imagine, you know, I I received a nice message. Um, I guess 
What's that? Here's a here's a message from Michael Dunn, and you, you stab him in the <laughs> stomach or something. Like, what a weird, dumb thing for me to say. Go ahead, Zach. <laughs> no, but, um, I received a, uh, a a nice message from a or that's a, like or that's like the uh, I'm sorry, that's like the um, the Nancy Kerrigan angle. Uh, I'm I'm the Jeff Galuli, and I go up to uh, Joel Batonio and say Michael Dunn says hi, and whack him in the knee with a crowbar. <laughs> You know, but I now we got I, a starting job for my boy. <laughs> I have had that before, though, where like someone's like, uh, "Oh, drop my name," and I'm and, and I say, "What do you mean?" They're like, "Just, just say my name," and I I bring the guy's name up, and the person's like, "Oh, okay, what am I supposed to do with that information?" <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Well, I I know him," and then the guy's like, "Go, oh, okay." Nice. <laughs> 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 so that's I always embarrassing. Feel like I need to get Michael up here to tell him the story. Like I can't even wait. But that's that's <laughs> always embarrassing when you meet a player or a coach or something, and and you're like, you're like right. by the way, I I know you know John Smith, and the guy's like, oh, right. yeah, nice, nice, yeah. I think that happened uh, to me once with um, who was the, uh, the the who was the name of Chip Kelly's defensive backs coach, the guy who came from Kentucky. What was his name? Who uh, was it? Cornerbacks um, coach, I think. Well, no, Todd Light was. Oh, John Lovett. John Lovett. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, for whatever reason, like there was somebody he knew, who who I knew. I don't even, I, I don't even remember what the connection was. And I told him in the in like the in the lunchroom one day. I was like, okay. <laughs> no reaction what, whatsoever. That's that. By the way, that's how you get hired on ship staff. You have to have no reaction when someone brings up a friend of you. Yours. Just be you. Just you. Just no sell everybody you see in the building. That's the requirements of being yes. ship staff. Uh, all right, Zach. Um, I guess we can turn our attention to uh, the day's practice now. You know, it was they did actually have like a full practice in the rain. That was a bit of a surprise, um, a pleasant surprise. Um, and I think maybe the way to do this is we talked about maybe going position by position. We'll each, uh, give one player who we think has sort of, uh, caught our eye over these first two days of practice. And then of course, later in the week, we will have the quackatology with, uh, the beautiful, delightful, intelligent friend Duffy. Um, some, some travel plans have changed because of the weather tomorrow's practice is not open to the media. So Zach and I are getting out of here early. Uh, so we, we don't know yet when that podcast is going to be recorded, but it'll be in your in your podcast feed whenever you need it. Uh, should we start with the quarterback, Zach, or should we just generally talk about the quarterbacks and, and not really have them as part of this exercise? No, let's let's make the quarterback a position on the team. So we'll we'll <laughs> include it with everything else. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, well, I think I, I, it was only like generally do we want to talk about all the quarterbacks again? Gotcha. But I guess we sort of talked about them yesterday. So, yes, uh, but. Since yesterday, I was able to see more of Malik Willis. And I'll say uh, the Liberty quarterback. Now, Sheila's yes. given us a note, a good note that we need to we need to identify where these guys are from. Give us a little background on every player as we mentioned them. He's he's right. Uh, I think we've talked enough about Malik Willis, but let's get in the habit. By the way, though, that that is a is a dangerous recommendation from shield because if you ask me to give a background on a player you know <laughs> yeah that could extend our our podcast an hour uh malik willis of course the quarterback from liberty started his college career at auburn 
transferred, uh, was a two-year starter at Liberty, really emerged uh, two seasons ago and uh, just continued raising his stock. He is uh, as he's, he's not particularly tall, but thick, you know, you know, he's, he's, he's built well over 220 pounds and he, uh, he runs well. We'll get his, his 40 time at the combine, but has some serious juice. And I'll say that the watching him in the rain today helped your judgment of him as, you know, as a passer, because Man, that we talked about the arm strength and how the ball comes out of his hands. That was apparent in the rain. Like he he had some throws that his guys now these these receivers have struggled to catch as it is this week. And I I imagine it was very slippery. But Malik Willis's throws in particular, uh, they had some mustard on them coming to the wide receivers. I totally agree. And you know this this feels like the kind of thing where. Um, where you know Shield would would tell us we're overvaluing things, and that might be true. But like getting getting a chance to see these quarterbacks uh, throw in the rain was interesting and an interesting test. And it's true, like Malik Willis, uh, the ball was still just just as uh, venomous coming out of his hand as as it was yesterday. It was it was impressive to watch. Good word there. Uh, utilitarian. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that. That would be my top guy at at that position. Uh, I think that's fair. Um, I would, I would, I would. Uh, I, oh, well, just just to, to add on Willis, uh, you do. We did see a few more uh, instances of him getting to run as well today, and he like there is real juice. Um, like I don't know that the the the. the, the proposition with like would you take him with over to add to Jalen Hurts or to eventually take over for Jalen Hurts like he is like his upside is Jalen Hurts but but much better um and he may not hit that upside but if you want to build like if you're if you're willing to build the offense around what you created in the second half of this season I don't see why you wouldn't be interested in Malik Willis and then you have two guys who can run that and then you're sort of protected. It's a, it's an interesting idea, and it's something I imagine we'll we'll talk about quite a bit here. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on Direct TV. Terms and restrictions apply. Okay, um, I'll, I'll I will just, I mean I'll just ping back to Kenny Pickett um, because I think that uh, his arm strength was is uh, he's got plenty of pop, uh, enough pop on the arm. I think I think it's uh, it was it was just as good today. Um, I, I like 
Carson Strong probably who from Nevada probably has like the the next strongest arm here, but he's got like a weird like his deep ball is very weird. It just sort of floats up there. There's there's no uh, there's no oomph to it downfield. Um, and that Pickett has not thrown a ton of deep balls that I've seen. It's been more like those intermediate throws, but he throws those very nicely. Um, and and there's there seems to be real real like pinpoint accuracy mm-hmm. on some of those crossing routes. Um, you know, I'm 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 overvaluing what I've seen from from two days, but but I like Kenny Pickett. I think um like if if there's the confidence interval of, of who is likelier to be a starting caliber quarterback, I guess I would probably say Pickett over Willis, even though Willis has the higher upside. I think I think Pickett is is pretty good. I I I like Pickett too. Now the thing I'll say about Pickett is uh he's he's not like I, I didn't come down to the senior bowl waiting to see a lot from Kenny Pickett. I, I saw a I lot from yeah. Kenny Pickett during his college career. And I, and I, I frankly think that if, if you have him in your offense over a period of time, that's, 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 that's when you really will probably see the benefits of him. Um, you know, Malik Willis, I, I'm, I'm more kind of wowed, if you will, or, or taken aback by, by his, his, his traits out here. And, uh, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how, how those develop in the NFL and, and uh, you know, you get them in a scheme. There's, there's a, you know, play callers can really have, have fun with some of the things he can do. I think that's fair. All right. Why don't we move to running back, Zach, uh, who has been the, the standout running back in your eyes? And it doesn't need, doesn't, these don't need to be like the best player who's here, but more like who's, who's caught your eye. Uh, Devonte price. This was more two days ago than today. Oh, interesting. Um, well, yeah, I, I thought I, I had Devonte Price written down. Devonte Price from ago. Florida International. Correct. Thank you for bringing that one up. I there, would I say uh, projected as something of a I mean, a day three pick. I think it's fair to say. Yes, uh, he's interesting. He he's he's taller he, for a running back. He's six one one ninety eight was his senior bowl uh, measurement. He runs very upright. It feels mm-hmm. like to me, almost uh, almost Le'Veon Belt like. I was going to say Latavius Murray like. Okay. Okay. Um, Borderline too upright for my taste, but I I I thought he he uh, caught the ball well. Okay. That was one thing that that jumped out. Okay. Uh, This is a very uh, I think we we said it yesterday. I like this running back group a lot here at the Senior Bowl. Um, But uh, I there are there are two players who I think I will I will leave this week thinking of as like. My guys, uh, guys who I really uh, have popped for me this week. And one of them is Florida running back Damien Pierce, who is 5'9", 20. Uh, he is, I think, probably uh, third round on, I would say. Now, he has, he's an interesting story because the lack of production in college is, is, I wouldn't say a red flag, but something that you have to check out. He never had more than... Uh, like 500 and change rushing yards um, for Florida. Um, but he was like involved in the backfield as part of a rotation since he was a freshman, pretty highly recruited. Um, my understanding is that it's not like, you know, it, it's just they had other guys to give the ball to, but uh, he runs he runs hard, uh, like decisive, uh, borderline angry. And he was also he's also been very impressive in in uh, the, the few pass protection drills we've seen they, at the end of practice today. 
Uh, Deuce Staley had them do like a, a compete period where it's like a one-on-one thing in front of the whole team. And it ended with Damian Pierce stuffing somebody. In, yeah. You got uh, excited about that in pass protection. He got excited about it too. Um, he's also been, <clears throat> he's looked good as a route runner. He's had a couple uh, drops or, or balls that have been knocked out by the, the defensive back, but um, I like what I see. Uh, I like, I like Damian Pierce a lot. And, and, uh, and to your point about the lack of production relative to some other running backs, this has kind of been like a Florida thing under Dan Mullen. Of course, Dan Mullen got fired this, this, this past year. But if, if you look at those Florida offenses, even when they had that Michael Perrin, right, he was, he was never like a thousand yard back for them. Um, and it's, it's not just committee. It's, it's, it's like they, they run the ball with their wide receivers. They've run the ball with their quarterbacks, especially this past year. So they've, they haven't really had storied running backs in that offense. Uh, but I kind of like that sometimes because, you know, it's, it's the expression, not, a lot of tread you're, on the tire, yeah. not getting a, a lot of tread, but also there's some upside. And you saw that for instance, with Kenyon Drake coming out of Alabama, right. Um, mm-hmm. That it was a crowded backfield in that case. And then he, he turns into a, a good, a, a good running back at the pros. I think you can find value sometimes with those running backs who maybe are, are not utilized like the uh, top backs are. I think he, I think he's a starting running back in the NFL. That's what I, that's, Ooh. I think he's, I think he's pretty good. Well, you know, you, you and Howie like those Gators. I feel like that's a bit of a misnomer. Like, how he took like Cornelius Ingram and Riley Cooper early on, but he hasn't he hasn't really had a lot of Gators since then. He took Alex McAllister. Yes. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um. All right. How about wide receiver for you, Zach? Now this this wide receiver group is sort of the opposite of uh, running back. The uh, wide receivers here are not very good. But uh, let's see what you say. So yesterday, I'm I mentioned Romeo Dobbs, um, but overall, I would say Jalen Tolbert. Uh, the South Alabama Jaguar. Is I gotta the say, I was I was shocked. Daniel Jeremiah uh, put out his top his top fifty, um, his initial top fifty. I was shocked to see Jalen Tolbert in there at number forty three. Yeah, I mean he had a bad drop today. That one uh, jumped out, but he was able to get open downfield. That's I, I mean he's 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 got a a decent size speed profile. And it's it's not a great group of wide receivers, uh, but yeah, I I would go now. Perhaps I am uh, I'm influenced here because he went to South Alabama. And I like that campus. I had lunch at the student union today. Um, oh yeah, we got to talk about this. Uh, Marissa, are you with us? I am here. How how much of a red flag do you feel like it is that? Uh, so it's it's a it's a it's a half an hour drive, a 25 minute drive from from downtown where we are to the stadium where practice is. And along that drive, no matter which route you take, you not pass, the route I took, not the route I, I would. I would. No, I know what I took the same route as you. You Spring Hill Road. No way. dozens. Yeah, I took Spring Hill Road. You pass dozens and dozens of food options. And Zach decided that what he wanted today was to go to the Chick-fil-A in the in the student union at South Alabama. He like, is that bizarre? He likes a college campus. 
You can't blame Yeah, him. but isn't that like, I don't know. Do we, I asked him if he felt a little bit creepy. <laughs> what is, I don't understand what's creepy about that. I literally got lunch. It was two minutes from the stadium. So the proximity is good. Uh, you, I, I can run in. I can get the, the scenery, the Chick, the Chick-fil-A grilled, the grilled chicken nuggets at Chick-fil-A are a healthy option. If you're looking for uh, okay. you know, a, a, a quick, healthy lunch and it's, 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 it's literally two minutes from the stadium. Um, yeah, I, I frankly, I actually didn't campus. I didn't plan on going to the student union. I put in mm. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that and, is true. I will give you that. Like sometimes if you want Starbucks, it'll take you to like a Target. A Target. Yeah. So yeah. I, I put in Chick-fil-A and it was on, you know, University Drive uh, or whatever. And but you thought but you found that to be a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I actually liked it. Right. You know, <laughs> okay. it's 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 nice. The the student union has some energy. Right. You walk into some other places there's 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 not energy you, you walk into a, to, um, a place okay. with with uh, students it's it's you know that's what's the expression youth is wasted on the young right yes yeah there's there's energy there I, and I how did you it. how did you find the student union honestly i was in and out i mean i i got mm-hmm. my uh, no, right. but <laughs> but it was it was nice i mean it was it, you know they had some good food options there they had uh they had a Moe's. They, there was a Chick-fil-A. Um, you know, when I was in, in college, we did, it was it was more like Taco Bell, Wendy's. Uh, or I'm sorry, we had Burger King, not not Wendy's in there. Um, we so had a Chick-fil-A, I, yeah. actually. Oh, did you? It, it might be the South, right? Yeah. More so than. We had, it at, we had it at University of Maryland. Yeah. Uh, Flex. Flex. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so I, 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 well, let me, to- let me, if you can take us back, uh, Marissa, you know, rewind the clock a little bit to when you, when you were in college, what would have been your reaction if you saw, uh, you know, a Zach Berman come in, just, just pop in for the, for the Chick-fil-A and leave in the student union? Would that have, would that have, uh, caught your attention? I probably would have thought it was like a professor, to be honest. <laughs> professor Berman. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would be that. That's a good ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> Zach should 100% be a, a journalism adjunct professor. I would love that. Actually. 100%. Thank you. We like should, any, any journalism. I feel like he's already doing right that now. work like pro bono. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. And we would like him to do it, not pro bono. So yeah. <laughs> any, any schools listening, I think Zach would be an Thank excellent you. candidate. I actually have a, I, I, I've kind of sketched out a potential syllabus. So uh, yeah. We oh. do what? <laughs> Wait a second. In all your free time, Zach. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give us more on that. Uh, we can save that for a. Uh, no, no, a no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, we have. So we're only on on wide receivers, and we'll actually, buzz. We'll buzz through the rest. No one's listening to that is, stuff. The clock is ticking. I promise you, the listeners are much more interested in when and where and how uh, you you have already sketched out your syllabus for the dream job of adjunct professor. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that I've, I've thought about before and like anything else, you, you know, preparation is important. So like if, 
Yeah. What they say, it's 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 better to stay ready than get ready. Right. So now when you, you walk know. into to a student union at, on, on any campus around the country, do you bring your sketched out no. syllabus with you just in no. case there happens to be a hiring manager there who might be looking for a journalism professor? No, no, that is that's on my laptop. It's not something that I carry around with. Me. And what's in the what's in the, the syllabus? We can save that for another time. I think we need to make a call to Temple or somewhere tomorrow. You know, is there Maybe any Deniz can hook you up at Penn? Is there know, a segment but... on on um, Omar Epps interviews? There is not. There is there is not. But there is one on podcasting. So mm. oh, there you go. What's the what's the number one lesson you'd like to impart to those kids? I'm I'm still working on on what the number one lesson would would be, but I I would say seriously the number one thing is is be there and be fair, right? Those are uh, or or be square. Those are you know kind of tenets that you should never compromise. And then uh, just just always all, well, I, I mean always always do the right thing. And uh, I, I look look there's there's a lot we can discuss. We really don't need to get into it here. We were talking about jail. Feel, feel quick, Zach. When I was in college, we would get they call them Merrill F's if we spelled. Um, a name wrong, a city wrong, mm. like something that you should. So would a student get an automatic F if they spelled um, Bo, B-E-A-U? Ooh, good question. Oh, you know, we actually had a professor who would do that. That would not be an automatic F, but the second offense would. Okay. Be, yeah. So, like you know, don't make the same mistake twice. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but but the other thing is uh, better never than late. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we, we would learn the origin of the term deadline. And you would need to adhere to the term deadline. So mm. I like that. Anyways, Jalen Tolbert. <laughs> let's, okay, let's fair enough. Uh, yeah. So Jalen Tolbert, you talked about uh, he did. He did. He did get open a little bit. Um, and I think there's a case to be made that he's the best wide receiver here. But he just he doesn't look like to me like a like a second round pick. That seems that seems a bit rich. Um, that's on well, look, that's on Jeremiah's ranking, not on not on yours. Well, let me ask you ask, ask you this as a. Uh, senior bowl veteran, it seems wide receiver is very seldom a position that has standouts because most of your top receivers are not seniors, are early entry players. And uh, yeah, I, I think that has, that's been the case over the past few years. Now they're, I mean, Cooper cup, who was the top receiver in the NFL this year, he went to the senior bowl, but I, I do think that is more of an early entry position than some of the other spots. Well, I think I mean I think there have been standouts, but I think that's why like the that that's why it would be that uh, the number one rated player here, according to Jeremiah, is still you know a mid to late second round pick. Uh, but I think back to you know McLaurin was Terry McLaurin was sure. like a total standout here. Um, I thought I thought Debo was too, mm -hmm. uh, and maybe that's maybe that's just maybe that's a reframing retrospectively. But I, I think I remember saying that at the time. You know Denzel Mims was a standout down here. And he was a second round pick and ended up uh, not not being very good. But um, I don't know. I, and, 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 and Tolbert has not hit that that level to me. But I don't know. What do I know? Um, I actually uh, so the, the guy who I who I like the best um, who I've seen here is is Calvin Austin from Memphis, who is a small guy, uh, relatively speaking, of course. Yes, but he's you. at five, seven and a half, one seventy three, but he seems to have the most juice. He's a late round, late round guy the, the guy I was, I was going to talk about is Christian Watson from North Dakota state, who is more of a, you know, 
line him up on the outside deep threat kind of guy, 6'4", 211. Um, he had about 800 yards receiving this year for North Dakota State. He's He's got some burners um, and has and has made some plays down the field this week. And I feel like he's the kind of guy who you might, you, you know, you might be able to get in the fifth round or something like that and hope that he can be uh, what you thought that John Hightower could be, basically. Uh, yeah, maybe a little I, bit, maybe a little bit more juice than that. But there was to uh, to give some color. There was a drill in front of us today when I think there were like nine or ten straight drops. Well, there was a drill in front of us. This was the this was the the uh, the second team, so the American team, I believe. Uh, Keenan McCardell is the the Lions wide receivers coach, and they had it set up where there were uh, like four dummies, you know, football dummies in a row, like spaced out with a little bit in between. And the idea was these guys would like, you know, run their routes and then go through their breaks and run beyond the dummies. And Keenan McCardle would try to throw the ball to them uh, and they would have to catch it. Like, you know, it's like a tough sight line. And they went about, there were five receivers and I think they went 0 for 10 because half the time Keenan McCardle hit a dummy. They didn't even have a chance to catch the ball. And then the other ones, they were just dropping it. So it was, uh, it wasn't looking good. Christian Watson was not on that team, by the way, but. Christian Watson, of course, the North Dakota State wide receiver. who uh, Yeah, I already said that. Yes. Okay. Just reminding our audience. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, all right, why don't you go to tight end? Tight end. Um, the only one that jumped to my mind was uh, the UCLA guy. Uh, made a few plays. Greg Dolchich, mm-hmm. is, is that his name? I believe that's and, right. And uh, actually, I remember watching a game this year when he had a big touchdown down the right sideline. And the uh, commentator said that, that Chip Kelly compares this guy to Zach Ertz. Uh, so just something to watch. Get there. his name out of your mouth, Chip Kelly. <laughs> uh, they're also so yeah. they're like not similar at all. I feel like like Dulcich is like uh, is like a is like a more dynamic athlete and like a, a yards after catch guy, not a like precise route runner. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm don't kill the messenger here. Uh, I just I just remember no. watching it. Um, the, the, it's like the only tight end Chip can Chip can think of. The the guy that I was eager to see. Uh, was Isaiah Likely, and honestly, he 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 did not pop out to me. Now I, I I might not have watched enough of him, but I had heard a lot of good things about him coming into. He's a tight end from Coastal Carolina, um, and uh, really didn't uh, get much from him this week. And another one that uh, that shocked me when I opened Daniel Jeremiah's top fifty, Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina, his number forty six overall prospect, and from Colorado State. Uh, Trey McBride is his number 42 overall prospect. And I mean, again, like this is a, there there are some positions that are easier to like get eyes on um, in, in a, in a situation like this. I think the, the linemen and the corners and wide receivers are, are the easiest to get opinions on and maybe tight ends are a little bit more difficult. And then like linebackers and safeties are, are almost impossible, but uh, like I have not, 
I have not, I have not um, seen anything that likely or McBride has done that made me like look twice. Now, maybe I haven't been watching them closely enough and I don't know what I'm watching, but, but neither of those guys has like super flashed to me. I would agree. Uh, the guy, the guy who uh, now, you know, those two guys, I guess you're looking at as uh, second round picks likely in, in McBride. Um, I think Dolchich, you said, is probably more of a more of a, a third day guy. By all indications, this is a very good class of tight ends. And I think I would expect the Eagles to, to draft a tight end um, at some point. But uh, one guy who, who I think might make sense on day three, if you're looking for a guy, is uh, Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin. Six, four and a half, 244. Uh, he was not a huge factor in that in that passing offense at Wisconsin, but they don't have a, you know, it's not like they have a dynamic passing offense to begin with, but he's made some, he's made some nice plays some difficult catches that I've seen uh, down here. So shout out to my boy Fergie. Uh, would you like to go with uh, just one offensive lineman as opposed to splitting them up into tackles and offense and, and interior? Sure. Uh, the player I, I, I will mention is, uh, is Zion Johnson. And I don't know if it's oh, Zion. I thought you were going to go with your big fella. Well, I am. I was, I was going to save that for a, yeah, I, all right. I I can go. In, you don't in have to. Right. Don't, don't, you don't have to. No, save no, that for no, later. No, let's go there. Uh, and I'll I'll give a funny story there. Um, so Daniel Fal, is it Falalele? Um, Falalele, who's uh six eight six nine. So or I'm sorry, six nine, three hundred eighty pounds. He was four hundred ten. His official weigh in this week was six eight and a half, yeah. three eighty seven. Yeah, before the pandemic, he was four ten, and. Jeez drop those uh you know he dropped those pounds uh similar to jordan mylata he's he's australian and went to img down in florida that's 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 where he first played football but um also similar to jordan there's uh there's a lot of, like there's a lot of development that is still that is still needed with his game i i don't know if he if he quite has the feet of jordan um but i agree he, with that yeah but he has I mean, he has the size and and certainly the the length and and like you you watch him in one on ones he he can be beat around the edge sometimes but if he gets his hands on you um, it's 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 hard to get around him right he he can really push you back and he really likes the uh, the the run blocking I'll, I'll have a lot more on him but I'm I'm very intrigued by him because of the upside uh, literally and and figuratively uh, but uh, so. Bo mentioned earlier in this podcast about the setup at the breakfast today where we're interviewing these guys. And I was, I was going to interview Daniel and I couldn't quite find him. And it, it was kind of aggravating at first because you would think that the right. six, nine, you know, 380 pound guy would, would stick out. But as it turns out, he was, he was laying down as, as, uh, as Bo pointed out to me. And so I, I found him and I told him, you know, oh, 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 don't worry. You don't need to stand up for this interview. We can, you know, I can talk to you while you're, um, you know, laying down. And uh, uh, it, like, I, I suppose part of it was being polite, but I, I had planned on talking to him for quite a while. And I just thought it would be really odd if, like, he's standing up for 40 minutes with, with me right. talking to him, me at my height, him at his height. And uh, I, I'd be afraid he wouldn't hear half the questions that way. But it also um, turned out to be funny in a different way where you had a long conversation while he was lying down. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I didn't find that to be that odd to do. Okay. Uh, and, and, and not lying down. Was, he, 
he sat up, right? But he was not, you know, he was still sitting down. Mm-hmm. Which, look, as as Marissa can probably attest, offensive linemen, when they can get off their feet, they're happy to do so. So, sure. aren't we yeah, all? So Story I, I of my life. He uses that excuse for everything, Zach. <laughs> yes, exactly. So ask ask Michael if if uh, if someone was interviewing him for a long period of time and was like, "No, just just uh, stay down. I'll stand. You can you know sit on the ground or lay back, do whatever you want." Wouldn't that help the interview? I totally agree. Like yeah. he would. I think he'd be even more comfortable, so he'd be more chatty. Yes. Great yeah. tactic for sure. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So it's, it's uh, something I, point, I, I try in the, in the, in the locker room a lot because sometimes players right. think that they want to stand up to be polite, but you definitely don't need to do that with me. Mm. Uh, Lele, uh, number 41 on Jeremiah's uh, top 50. I think there's a chance that he sort of gets moved up into the back end of round one. As people like look at Jordan Mailata and think that maybe this guy could be the next uh, one of him. He's definitely had some, one-on-one losses uh, throughout the week as he, as you can see how raw he is, but there are, there are like those reps where he just, he just swallows somebody and you can see uh, like the, the, the stuff to dream on. And, and I would sort of contend that like the Eagles have a, have a need for a long-term right tackle. I, I think you could make a case that like a, a someone who can eventually replace Lane Johnson is maybe more of a need than you know finding your center of the future given that you have Landon Dickerson and Isaac Sayamalo already on the team. That's a good point. And and he's a right tackle only kind of prospect too. Um mm-hmm. you know there's there's been uh there were a lot a handful of questions with him today about like playing other spots but he said it it, it might have been good for him to play other spots. He 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 would have liked that but he actually thinks what what helped him pick up football was focusing on one spot. Um, I will go quickly here uh, on the offensive line. I mentioned Cole Strange from Chattanooga yesterday. Uh, I, I've liked a little bit of what I've seen from him on the moccasins. Uh, I, think, I think he's a day three guy. Was he wearing moccasins today? Oh, the moccasins. The I moccasins, see. yes. Uh, but the other guy, the, the mox, other guy yes. I like is uh, is Dylan Parham from Memphis, who I think is uh, also a Brandon Thorne favorite, and I think he is a uh, probably probably maybe late day two, like a, a round three type guy. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe get into more of that in Quackatology, but he's uh six, two, three, 13. Um, he's been like the, the, the defensive linemen have dominated the offensive linemen basically on both sides of the ball or on both teams um, throughout the week. But, but Parham has been one of the guys who has really uh, made hay uh, from the offensive interior from, from what I have seen. Well said. How about defensive line? I mentioned this yesterday. Do you have a tackle or an end, or do you want to? Yeah, no, just go one. I mentioned this yesterday. Oh, I'll I'll go one. And I I, I mentioned this yesterday, and and that's Jermaine Johnson. And uh, I stand by it. I, I think he's, he's very a, good. I think he's a really good player. He's been the most impressive player I've seen here. Uh, he he has the size. He has the tools. He had the production this past year. You know, I I was speaking to him today, and I I said to him like. Uh, are you a late bloomer or was it just a matter of getting the opportunity? And he was like, no, nah, I was the top junior college player in the country. Like I, I, you know, did some things at, at Georgia. I wasn't a late bloomer at all. Like it was just, it was just getting that opportunity at Florida state and he took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, he's, he's really good. Uh, and 
this is a good edge rusher class. So I'm not saying the Eagles are going to take him, but I think the Eagles come out of the first round with an edge rusher. So there are some good ones who aren't here, whether, um, you know, obviously the top two get most attention, Aiden Hutchinson and, and, and Kayvon Thibodeau. But then, you know, whether it's, it's David Ajabo, whether it's, it's, um, it's Trayvon George Walker, George Karloftis, uh, there's, there's a lot of different styles. Um, and I think Jermaine Johnson is going to work his way into that mix as well. Jermaine Johnson is number 20 on Jeremiah's top 50. Now we're, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, referencing Jeremiah's because I believe Dane has his top 100 coming out early next week. So uh, before that is updated and becomes our, uh, our, our Bible, we will, we will stick with that. Uh, and I think, I think Jermaine Johnson, um, well, I don't think I, I don't want to spoil it, but I would imagine that with three first round picks in the senior bowl only mock draft, one of those will probably be Jermaine Johnson for the Eagles uh, when that publishes on Friday. Uh, I will go with the, I'll go for the defensive tackle. And, and I said before that there are two guys who I'm like leaving this week as, as, as my guys. And uh, the other one after Damian Pierce is Oklahoma defensive tackle Perion Winfrey, who I mentioned yesterday, six, four, three Oh three. I think he is also more of a middle round guy, um, but he has been like awesome this week. And, and, I know that this I can hear Shield in my uh, in my ear overvaluing this stuff, and I, I I'm not even saying this as a a plus for him, but more as the color of what I've seen. He has been like the the on the American or I guess the national team, the the Jets led team. Uh, the defensive line had like a lot of juice in the rain today, and Winfrey was like uh, the crazed leader of that group today. Um, he like he forced a fumble. He's he's like barking during one on ones. Um, he reminds me a little bit of, of like Broderick Bunkley, I would say. Ooh, interesting um, comparison. He's, he's like really strong at the point of attack. Um, he's got, he's got like a lot of juice from what I can see. And, and I think we both agree that that defensive tackle is, is something that the Eagles will probably address at some point yes. relatively early in the draft. Yeah. Uh, similar to Jermaine Johnson. He was a junior college player. He was a junior college standout um, who, 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 who then went to Oklahoma and had, and was productive uh, both years there. I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, how about linebacker, Zach? Line, now, I would say, as I said before, linebacker is like the toughest thing to, to look at in these practices. So. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's no hitting. Um, I didn't have a good one there. I, I know, you you know Chad Muma is someone who has been uh, getting some attention, but – Honestly, I, I, uh, how about this? Um, Jesse Lakota, uh, as I'm, as I'm looking on the roster, he had one really good rep against, uh, follow against follow Lele. Um, he's been playing, he's been playing both D line and linebacker. Um, and because, you know, he has dropped in the coverage. And so if the Eagles are, are looking for a, like Jannard Avery replacement, um, maybe Jesse Lakota, the, uh, he's well, a Canadian Penn Stater. It's interesting you say that because I was going to cheat here and go with a, a potential Jannard Avery replacement, uh, and that is Kyron Johnson from Kansas, who okay. uh, my understanding is a, is a late-round type guy, but he's, uh, he is undersized. He's at six foot and, a, and an eighth, 230, and spent most of his time today uh, on the edge as like a defensive end in, in one-on-ones and, and during team periods. He, he, you know, he looks out of place there. But he's powerful. He was he was like, despite that that being outsized, he was moving 
offensive tackles and he's got he's got a little bit of flash and my 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 understanding is that like if he were to come to Philly that's he would he he would play that uh that same spot. I don't I'm I'm just so curious to see like how they're going to prioritize that position if Gannon stays and if Gannon leaves if they're even going to worry about it at all. Like what's what's the scheme going to be like? So um I don't know, just just a thing to think about. That's a very good point. Also like a little bit of a Jojo Doman from Nebraska who was a a safety at Nebraska but has been playing linebacker here all week. Uh, uh sounds not that you, right not that you want to necessarily follow the Nate Gary pipeline but uh he's he's been interesting how about corner Zach uh so and like this might be confirmation bias I recognize that uh but I'm gonna go Roger McCreary and he he did get banged up a bit today um but I I, I liked him coming into the week and I, I I still think there's a lot there that I like uh, you know, it doesn't have great size. I, I, I know like a lot's made of the arm length with him, uh, but you know, he, he's, he's versatile. I saw him blitz from the slot today, for instance, and he I don't showed know if you in college. That he's from Auburn for the, uh, the so, new, I'm the sorry. He's, he's okay. from Auburn. Not just he's from Auburn. He's from Mobile. That's right. And talking him to, to today, this is his event. Okay. He, he said he, he loved uh, it as a kid. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did you talk to him about that as well? I didn't, but I was waiting to talk to him about something else while he was talking about this to someone else. So he did that interview twice? Oh, goodness. Uh, I, I think he probably did it more than twice, to, <laughs> yeah. be, to be honest. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I, I, I thought that was a good line of questioning. I suppose it wasn't. Um, yeah, he used to go as a kid and collect gloves, and so he's looking to, to give people his gloves when he leaves practice. Uh, but I think he's... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's he's a he's a good player. I think he's a good player. I think he's a good player. Um, Aliyah, a little undersized. There's there's some some to do about him having short arms, as you said. But uh, he's he's got to be the best corner here, I'd imagine. Um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with. I, I, did we mention him yesterday or not? I'm I'm not sure. But uh, Tariq Castro Fields, mm-hmm. a Penn State guy for Shield, who is six one one ninety four, and went to high school with Zach McPherson. Yes. Um, he's had some, he's had some like, uh, tenacious pass breakups at the point of attack where it, it looks like he has, he has, uh, fallen behind in a rep, but he, he doesn't give up and fights through it. Um, I don't think he's, I don't think my, my expectation is he's not more than a early day three pick maybe, but, um, I've liked what I've seen from him so far. I like that. And, and do you have any, do you have any thoughts on a safety? Uh, I mentioned Jalen Pitch right yesterday. Okay, um, the petri dish. Yeah, is it petri? I don't know. Well, I, I, spelled I, I P I T R E. I want to get the pronunciations correct. So do I. I think I've heard petri, but I don't know if that was a uh, you know a Tony Pauline uh, Marquis Lee situation. <laughs> what? I don't know that situation. Tony, I, I I mean I love him to death. He is not the world's most reliable source of pronunciation <laughs> i know the feeling I'm not, i don't think i am either um yeah well petrie or pitre i mean this guy was a was a first team all-american this year um so really productive college player uh you know finalist for the jim thorpe award and is that 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 like safety nickel corner hybrid that you're seeing uh more teams value now you know the uh, Tyron Matthew position, or Tyron Matthew position rather. 
Uh, Walter speaking of pronunciations, Yeah, speaking of, of, of pronunciations. And uh, yeah, I, I'm impressed with him this week as well. If you had to cast grumpier old men uh, 50 years in the future, who would you pair with Tyran Matthew? Um, who would I pair with him? I, I don't know. I'm probably not okay. good at casting. I'd, I'd have to think twice about that. Maybe Jalen Mills. They went to they went to school together. Oh, Jalen oh, Mills. Stratford. Yeah, Stratford. With Stratford? What do you mean? Wait. Did they? Oh, wait, I, I just oh, mean they Tyra went to LSU Matthew. together. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I I was thinking about um, <laughs> I was thinking about Jalen Petri. You were thinking about the Petri dish. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's not where that's not where Jalen Mills went to the high school. So. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, I will close it out with a guy I mentioned yesterday, Kentucky's Yusuf Corker, who is 5'11, 204. I think he's a day three guy as well. Um, again, it's tough to, to, tough to judge these safeties. I've seen him flash a couple times from what I can see. He's, a, he's a more of a free safety than a, uh, than an inbox safety. And, uh, he's got a good, he's, he's got a good, uh, like body type. From what I can tell, I'm really impressive analysis there on Yusuf Corker, but he's a guy. He's a guy who has opened my eyes a little bit. There you go. Uh, all right, Zach, let's close it out with the uh, the specialists. <laughs> uh, I don't <laughs> have kidding. anything. I don't have anything. Actually, I do. I actually do have a take on the specialists. Yeah. Uh, Dicker the kicker from Texas uh, has been awful. I feel like I've had to watch him kick a lot, and he's been missing a lot. Go. The Eagles are not in the market for a kicker. Well, yeah, they could right. be in the market for a puncher this offseason. Yeah, I think they probably should be. At least some competition instead of just handing the job to a guy who didn't have a job the year before. All right, Zach. Well, that was a good run. Yeah, you, I, uh, I, enjoy, I enjoy doing... Uh, will you, be, will you be working on the syllabus again tonight? I will not be working on a syllabus tonight. I, I have a lot of work for my day job that uh, over these next few days, uh, there's some stories that I'm excited to, to share with our uh, readers. And um, this is, uh, we're in February now it's groundhogs day as, 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 as we covered. So this tends to be a slower month on the NFL calendar. Uh, but the combine is at the end of the month. There's a, uh, a big I mean, wedding. There's the, there's the wedding. There's a big yeah, wedding I mean, coming come on. Up. Yes. Um, a wedding so, of the century. This is like yes. this is the biggest birds with friends event in in history. I would say, yes, yes. Uh, February tends to be the time when, like, I kind of transition from the past season to the next season. Uh, you, you start to get a lot of your draft work done leading up to the combine. Do you think uh, we should do the Ospreys at the after party for the wedding? I think we should spare Marissa any thinking of the Ospreys during her wedding. Oh, Marissa, I've actually been, Bo and I have been thinking about it. So mm. Marissa, you really don't have to. <laughs> we got to do mean, it It's up. tough. How do we, how are we going to top last year? What, what could we possibly do? I don't know. Last year, I mean, last year was pretty epic, but we'll come up with something good for sure. For all the sickos out there. Live from the honeymoon. Yeah, from Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, I guess that'll do it for this episode. Oh, actually, there is one more thing. Marissa, I was alerted today. Uh, Congratulations to Maryland. Uh, 
you, you you're gonna have some freaks in that wide receiver room. Oh, yeah, Gunter Brewer took over freaky, the freaky freaks for the uh, longtime listeners. Go See, ahead. Marissa Zach, didn't understand that, that that reference. You have to tell it to Marissa. Go ahead. You explain it. Gunter, uh, Gunter Brewer, the former Eagles wide receivers coach, formerly the Gunter wide Brewer. receivers coach <laughs> at, at, at Louisville. He was the uh, he calls his his players for the freaks. And uh. so he's he's bringing the freaks to Maryland. He's the new wide receivers coach for Michael Lockersley in Maryland. Defab uh, Daniel Gallen uh, sent me uh, sent me a, a picture uh, as a DM and I uh, I snort laughed when I saw it. So shout out to Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all the Terps for sure. <laughs> Okay, well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back with one more Senior Owl uh, podcast this week. We'll have the Quackatology with Fran to talk about 64 players here at the Senior Bowl and find out uh, who uh, who uh, is best valuated in uh, their round and, and could potentially be heading to the Eagles. So uh, look forward to that. And we thank you for listening. For Michael and uh, Kenny Pickett, who uh, thinks I am... We, Some I kind guess of we should dweeb. say we should say for Mike. <laughs> for Mike, yeah, for Mike. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sheila and Elijah, and Marissa and Zach. I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. And as always, we love you.